Welcome to the podcast of Fairmount Presbyterian Church in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, where we feature our worship sermons. Listen again to past sermons from home, when you are traveling, or wherever you are. Listen in if you need a moment of reflection, inspiration, and love. I am the Good Shepherd. You've probably heard a sermon, or two, or 17, or 27 even, on this passage. You might even know the 23rd Psalm by heart. Raise your hand if you know the 23rd Psalm by heart. All right, many of us. You've probably heard a preacher talk about the role of the shepherd in the ancient world, that the shepherd lived on the fringe of society, doing a job that nobody really wanted to do, that these shepherds, after spending so much time in the fields, might not be able to hack it in polite company. And so the ancient readers hearing this text might have balked at this imagery for Jesus. You've probably heard talk about sheep, how they're dumb, or maybe not as dumb as we once thought. You may have even winced at the suggestion that you were like a sheep. After all, you make decisions for yourself and you bathe regularly. Or you may have found yourself nodding in agreement that you do tend to like living in community with someone looking out for your best interests. You may have said to yourself, I've never met a shepherd, and I don't have any intention of hanging out with a bunch of mangy sheeps and a muddy field. Or maybe I lost you a few minutes ago to a daydream of leaving the busyness of your life behind and sitting quietly, gazing over the hillside, living an introvert's dream. But regardless of any of that, my guess is that for most of us, when we hear these two passages and other passages that talk about Jesus as shepherd, as Ryan said, it conjures up in us feelings of comfort, of peace, of love. And as I've been studying these texts, I keep wondering, why is that? When my sons were about one and four, a friend of mine came to visit that I hadn't seen in a number of years, and she brought with her her two-year-old son, And so our kids were all playing together, and as the morning wore on, my older son, Max, and her son were playing happily next to each other with my younger son, Oliver, content to just watch. And I was enjoying adult conversation. And then Max walked over to me, took my face in his hands, and said, Mommy, pay attention to me. Yes, my son is maybe what I should have said, but I didn't because I am not the good shepherd. I'm just a mom trying to have a conversation with another adult for once in my life. I found this moment to be somewhat amusing, a little irritating, and above all, poignant. One of the great things about toddlers is that they are honest and transparent. To the best of their ability, they say what they mean and they demand what they need. As adults, many of us have learned that it is in our best interest to mask this ability for the sake of community and, you know, like wanting to have friends. We don't walk around demanding point blank that people pay attention to us. And yet, if we are honest, this need to be known, to be loved, to have our needs placed in high esteem, it's at the core of what we need as humans. This is what comforts us about Jesus as the good shepherd. It's not about the sheep and the pastoral scenes and rods and staffs. It's about Jesus paying attention to us.
world may tell us that we don't matter. It may try to convince us that we're not enough, that we need more power, success, money, stuff to be important enough to be noticed. It may tell us that who we are is wrong or shameful or should be hidden from sight. But Jesus says that if one sheep, one sheep was lost, he would go find it. Jesus says that he would lay down his life for us. Jesus says that when the wolf comes, Jesus is the one who will stay because it is Jesus who cares. Friends, we know what it's like to live with uncertainty. We know what it's like to turn on the news and hear about the devastation caused by a hurricane or a wildfire or a gunshot. We know what it's like to go to a new school or to move to a new city and not know if we'll ever find friends like the ones that we had before. We know what it's like to wait for test results or to get the call that a loved one is in the hospital or wonder if we'll have enough savings to send our kids to college or if our job will be secure or if our marriage is going to weather the storm or, or, or. All too often, we live our lives in fear of the things which we cannot control. All too often, we cannot find authentic community or do not have the energy to do the hard work of creating it. We avoid being vulnerable with one another. We hide behind our judgments and preconceived notions. We attack seemingly out of self-preservation rather than risk the pain of truthful dialogue. We push away those who seek to love us because we do not love ourselves enough to believe that someone else really could. In the midst of this environment we live in with voices that seek to convince us to buy into all of these anxieties comes Jesus. Now notice that Jesus does not say, if you listen to my voice, I will make your life perfect. He does not say, I will fight off and kill the wolves that are headed your way. Rather, he insists he will be present. And he will not leave when the wolves of this world come looking for us. As theologian and writer Nancy Rockwell puts it, the good shepherd stays with the sheep and all that befalls. This staying, this presence, is what is holy. Not valor, not sportsmanship, not swordsmanship, not battle glory, not the beauty of weaponry or even skill. Presence even in the valley of the shadow of death, offering the hope of return from peril. When we cry out, someone pay attention to me, Jesus responds. He responds by knowing us intimately and loving us still by being present with each of us in each moment of our lives. Now, let me be clear, this does not mean that we are given a green light to be selfish to only demand Christ's attention for ourselves or to act as though our individual lives are the only ones that matter to God. In fact, just five chapters later in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. We are intimately known and loved by God in Jesus Christ, and we are asked to know and to love those around us. We are asked to do good shepherding. And this means being present in the lives of others, to stay even when things get ugly and we want to run. 
This means that we need to hone our listening skills so that we're able to determine the difference between the voice of God and the voice of fear and desperation. And we need the help of each other to do all of those things. Friends, you and I are never going to be the good shepherd we ignore God's voice. We run the opposite direction of Jesus' leading. We try to determine who is a part of God's fold and who isn't. We forget that the world doesn't revolve around us. And as an only child, sometimes I need a reminder that the world does not revolve around me, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Please tell me I'm not the only one. But even when we are messing up, Even when we feel the most alone and unnoticed, Jesus is present with us because Jesus is the good shepherd. And because of that, we can dare to live boldly as his sheep. So together, let us listen for the voice of the shepherd. Together, let us learn what it means to be a part of the flock. Together, let us live lives of love and of grace modeled on the care and presence of the one who loved us first and will love us forever. Alleluia and amen. We thank you for listening to a worship episode from Fairmount Presbyterian Church. Revisit this podcast site weekly for new worship episodes. Have a beautiful and blessed day.